course, but hey, we're going to dive into it because I, I want to hear all of it. I want to know the story. I want to know what's behind it. Are you ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready. Cool, cool. What is up and welcome to another episode of the Miseducation of Music. You are here with Jay Treb as always, but today I got a special guest with me, the rapper, the poet, the writer, just all around <laughs> creative, Brittany Carter. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I appreciate you inviting me out. <laughs> I'm so excited. Look, this is an episode that I really, really wanted to do just because of how deep I get into your music. Like, you go yeah. crazy when it comes to the metaphors, to the bars, to the writing, your Instagram videos that you drop rapping, insane. And then the Vans channel, uh, Channel 66 Vans. Oh, yeah. we got so much to talk about. Oh, I can't wait to talk about it. That's what I'm saying, because I want to know about all of it. I actually just want to dive right into these Instagram videos. You got one going crazy right now, <laughs> like all the other ones didn't also go crazy. <laughs> but like, what's the idea behind these? How'd you get into the doing these videos? Um, man, it's... <sighs> I don't even, I, I wish I could explain it. I want to say I was doing them like, like at a real low grade at first. I was just like recording myself. Like, so just put the phone up. Yeah. I was literally just doing that. And this guy I was dating at the time was like, what about if I record you? Like, and you just pick different locations type thing. And I'm mm -hmm. just like, okay, let's see how it okay, works. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, like, like, like we can, we can figure idea. this out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so. The very first one we did, it was like over the heart part two, I think. Okay. Um, Kendrick. And it went absolutely nuts. And I was like, oh. Oh, so we should, okay, maybe we should do maybe, this Maybe. Maybe we can keep this going. <laughs> and then you upgraded the production quality. I mean, eventually, these are, these are real videos. I mean, even the one you just dropped, like... The emotion you can feel in it, the direction from the camera, it's all there, even though you're just rapping in the street. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of thought behind these. Like, how did it evolve from just, you know, past that first one going crazy? Like, you've been consistent. Like, Honestly, these are my first videos that I've dropped, like these last two, mm -hmm. since it's been a year since I've dropped the okay, uh, well, yeah, freestyle videos. I was about to say, but during that time period, you had some performances. Oh, yeah. You did the At the Crib Fest. We you had the Vans <laughs> joint. You performed at a college there's I a lot did. of stuff going on. I did. Sometimes I'll be well. forgetting. It'd be a lot of stuff oh, going come on. on. That's why I'm here. So you don't <laughs> forget. Look, we're going to talk about all of it because it's, it's so dope to see where you took that and where it's going. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of people who drop music on social media. I think it's almost the new version of singles. Like, yeah. I go back and listen to them the same way I listen to singles from artists. Like, if somebody just drops a one-off before the album, yeah. I found myself on Instagram going, oh, I got to hear that track again. Let me just go back to Instagram and replay it. <laughs> so, I mean, I love that, like, that that lane is so open and that lane is, like, here to stay. I thought it was just going to be a pandemic thing, you know? Yeah, me too. I didn't, even, <laughs> like, I mean, my goal when dropping them, it was just, I was just doing it for fun. Mm -hmm. And then it was just like, well, oh. writing exercise. Yeah, it was just, like, really cool. Like, I was finding different instrumentals at the time, like, I didn't really understand what my sound was because I haven't been doing music that long. So it was just like me finding these different instrumentals. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, like this one goes good with my voice. And, you know, so it, that was what it was for me. And mm -hmm. when we were dropping them on the internet, it was just like, oh... It's like the feedback is Oh, good like too. people <laughs> like this. I think I'm going to keep this going. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. Now, you said you haven't been in music that long. What's your start? What year? Uh, The very first thing I was a part of was in 2015. I was a part of all-woman cypher, the set okay. it off cypher. And that was my very first time, like, doing anything. First time music. approaching it musically? Now, before that, I'm assuming you were doing something else involving the pen. Um, I mean, I've always been writing. Okay. Um, like, I've had, like, journaling. Uh, my mom, like, got me journals growing up. So it wasn't hard to get the words out, and then you were just like, okay, I guess I could form them At first it was. At okay. first it was. it was. So tell me about this 2015, picking up the pen and trying to get in this woman's cipher. 
with, you know, kind of that, like, it's hard to pick up that pen and actually get your emotions into it. I mean, it was just something. Like I said, it was something I was doing for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, my friend, uh, Essie, she was like, yo, like, you want to be a part of this all-woman cypher? I'm going to get some other, like, MCs. I'm just like, yeah, let's do it. And, yeah, it was cool. Like, I wrote to it. I think I, like, wrote a 16 to it. And we ended up dropping it on YouTube and went viral. And I was like, what? Like, it was like, wait, hold up. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's going on? Now, so, did, that, did that immediately let you know it's time to work on a project or what oh, happened? Oh, not after at all. That? Not at all. Like, after that, we ended up opening up for Chuck D, um, Public Enemy, at the Metro. So, so you go from not writing to opening up the Metro for so Chuck D. So things happen very fast. So, so quickly. So quickly. It's made <laughs> yeah, sense. that was my very first time performing like on a stage uh, at the Metro. Wow. Yeah. Come on. That's so dope. That's a real story. At the right time, there. it didn't feel like that. I was nervous. I'm I like, like, I don't you, know what yeah, was, I was going about on. To say, how do you get out of your head in that situation? Ooh, I didn't. I was nervous the entire time. I'm just up there rapping, like, what is happening right and did now? You, did you put any releases out in between that time period? No, I didn't drop my first song until uh, after I opened up for J Rock. I didn't have any music out at that time. So so you over know for <laughs> Chuck D and J-Rock was on a viral cypher, and this is all before the music has touched yeah, the platform. Yeah, 2017, I opened up for J-Rock at Concord Hall. Um, and I didn't have any music out at the time. It was just the freestyle videos. And so that was when I was just like, maybe I could do this, like, for a career. It's like, it's like <laughs> maybe, maybe I should do something maybe. more, just a little bit more. Maybe I know? could do something. Maybe I released the first song. So after that, I had dropped my first songs, and that was uh, Paper Crowns. Got you. Awesome. So that's how we get to Paper Crowns. Now, yeah. to get to to get into that, what's the idea behind the first project that you did drop? Because you were doing freestyles, you were performing. How do you decide between all of that art, what's finally going to, you know, come out? Okay, so that was... All of, I'm like up until now, I think like all of this stuff was just so I wasn't expecting to do it. It just kind of happened. Okay. <laughs> um, there was a producer who reached out to, uh, to me. His name is Scud One. OK. And everything he sent me was just like, yo, like he knows me musically. He I was, was like, like I, this this beat pack is speaking to my soul. He knows me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's the price on the lease? I need I need them all. <laughs> I need these. And he was just like, take all the ones you need. Take all the ones you want. Let me know. Oh, that's I awesome. was just like, what? And so what I did was I, I took a month or so, listened to, like, every single one. I was, like, listening to them on repeat. And I took all the ones that, like, oh, like, yeah, I'm about to write to this one, to this one, to this one. And I like kind of, like, made, like, my own playlist. Okay. And from there. That yeah. just became the project. So yeah. that fell in line, all produced by one person? Yeah, most of it was produced by one person. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a few other producers, like, Il Brown, um, DJ Vadim. I want to forget nobody. Um, uh, Air Porter. Like I had a few like different people. Yeah, who, like, so you still but Skull, yeah, but Skull there. one was like the it, it main. He set skeleton. the yeah. He he yeah. set the tone for it. That's so awesome. Now, I imagine that putting that first project out probably has some nerves with it. It probably has something to it that's different than performing because now you're like, okay, now this one y'all can take forever. Mm-hmm. It's not just like you got to come see me to get this project. Yeah. What was the feeling when you released it? When I released it, it felt like a. It was like a finally. That's okay. what it felt like. Like, man, I was, I mean, I, of course I was nervous and things like that. Mm. Like how. But it was more of a relief. It was more like a, I, I can exhale. Yeah. <laughs> I, I felt like I had been working towards like putting together my first project for such a, like a long time. Uh, it just felt good 
to like release it to everybody. That's so awesome. <laughs> now I want to take a jump from the past into the current. Your mm-hmm. newest project that you have is As I Am. Mm-hmm. So Chicago is not even funny. It's got Hot Rod on the intro. That's oh, that's Chicago what that's the project is. I was talking about. That's my very first. That's the only project that I have. That is the first project. Yeah, that is oh, my very first. Pro- I okay, never. I don't have a project up. before. I'm confused. Th- <laughs> I thought this was another one before that. Oh no, As I Am is the very first project that I ever created. <laughs> Blowing my mind even more. <laughs> I thought there was just some older music. That's the first project. That's the first project. Okay, I'm sorry. Y'all got to give me a second because now I need to retool my brain because that <laughs> is some amazing music. Thank you. Like when I tell you, like I've been living with this. Like Thank this you. is so awesome that that is the first offering <laughs> that you dropped out. I don't like, wow. Yeah. Like you have the tracks with Olive Blue on there that go insane. And then, oh, we got to talk about how you were writing as well for Olive Blue. I heard about that in a podcast that you did. That's so awesome. But so that project being the first work and it being, you know, this Chicago, did you intentionally like set out for it to sound like that? Did you intentionally like make it sound like the city, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, or does that just come off? <laughs> I think it just came off. Like I told you, like Scott one hit me with the, with the instrumentation. So mm-hmm. like the other producers that I work with, I tried to make sure everything sound like sonically like one. You know, like kind of like a playlist, like making yeah, a project like, is like making a huge. If you go listen to this, I just want you to not skip. You yeah, know? Like, I don't want those. people to be thrown off. Like, I, like this is like a, a story almost. Like every play, you know. Yeah, no, I, once you get to the end, and we get to can't go back. Like it's it's over with. Yeah. Like, oh my god, you <laughs> tie it up so well. Like so, this is an amazing project to put together. And then in addition to that, one of your newer songs that caught me like last year, I think it was 2021 when you dropped it, is Head High. Ah. Uh, Cause it's just like, whoa, like I can hear how that sound goes to this. And then you then linked up with, uh, I believe it's Joel Q and B. Joel Q and B. Yes. Man, you all got a track with that one. How did that come about? Uh, So there is a producer in the city. He goes by Just Disrupt. Okay. And I was telling him like, it would be really dope if we just had like Sunday sessions where I would just invite different people I've never worked with before. Like there's plenty of people okay, in the just city. just a little like, we gonna powwow. This is the day, this is the time, meet me there. Mm-hmm. And so what I was doing, I was creating a list of like artists in Chicago who I wanted to work with. And I was like, I'm just gonna reach out to everybody like, Okay, when are you free? Come this Sunday. And so I was, I was listening to like a lot of people's music and I was like, people kept telling me about Joelle. And mm-hmm. I, we had never, like, we, we've seen each other in passing, like, running into each other at different shows, but, like but we never worked, those, yeah. Uh, we never really got in the studio. Yeah, we never worked with each other. And so I, I had, like, started seeing more of his posts on the internet and stuff like that. And I was just like, huh, okay. He's a person I definitely want to create it's with. It's like, you on the list now. Yeah. And then B. Lynn, she's an amazing singer. And so I was like, man, it would be really dope if we just, like, could all get in the studio. And we did. Like, Kenneth made the beat. <laughs> and was and, that the vibe for the day, that head high energy? Because that song has such a powerful message behind it. It's, like, so yeah. coherent of a track. I love when music does that, where it's like, you could tell that everybody who was featuring was on that same energy. Yeah, we like, were. Like, y'all wanted to get a point across. One thing that I've been doing lately, like, when I collaborate with other people, is having, like, a conversation about, like, where we are, like, what's going on in our lives. It makes it so much easier to write. Mm-hmm. And so like, I think we're we going to start from we're yeah. start from real real points of view. Yeah, and so I think I like came up with a hook. Kenneth made the beat. I came up with a hook, and we all just kind of I think we like made the song in like one day. It was one day. Yeah, come on, those are the best <laughs> ones. Where it's just best like where it's like that song was probably on the shelf longer than it took to create. It. <laughs> oh man, that's good music right there. That's so awesome. Now. To, to just go along with how you went five years just hustling the rap with no project 
And then now you go from the project to having a Vans Channel 66 weekly. Uh, was it weekly? Or it was, was it, uh, monthly. It, it was, was monthly. Yeah. yeah I, I tuned into a few. You put me on to Naira. Yeah. Uh, the poet, uh, yes. Elijah. I definitely was tuned in for that episode. Oh my god, you had uh, Rico Shy was me on. The- oh, yeah. you had so many people. Now I was trying I was, to, I was trying to reach out to people who like I felt like deserve like a, a higher platform. You definitely. know what I'm saying? You gave your DJ a set, of course. Man. Like he, he's he's amazing. He's like the best DJ in the world. I be telling oh, everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you always bring in a DJ. I respect that. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Now, how did that come about? Like, that seems as big of a jump <laughs> as everything else. So it's almost not surprising for how your trajectory is um, going. There was this lady, uh, Megan. She works. Uh, she was working with Vans. She shout reached out, out to me. Yeah, shout out Megan. Uh, she reached out to me and was like, I would love to meet with you. Like, have a really cool opportunity with Vans. And I was just like, okay, cool. We ended up meeting at uh, some cafe and... Yeah, got it this just three. became that show. Yeah. Now, now from the inception, <laughs> what was your goal with the show? I'm assuming it was to put people on to the city or to put yeah, these artists like, on. Yeah, like I mean, did. I could have like they they literally said I could like do whatever I wanted for the show. Wow, like, was like here's an hour. Like, we're stream uh, Brittany Carter show, like that's what we're gonna do. And so I was like, man, like I know so many like homies and so many artists who are like super dope that don't have the platform I have or like don't have the following I have. So I was like, okay, like we can kind of like make it like a show, like and I'll just reach out to people who I'm fans of who I think are dope. And everybody just performed. Like, do a 15-minute set. So I, I thought it was real dope. Like, growing up, like, I used to really love stuff like that. Like, mm. being put on to, like, newer artists. Like, I don't know. It's like the greatest feeling in the world. It is. It's almost, <laughs> it's like a 106 in Park energy. Where yeah. it's like, hey, come, come up here. We're going to let the crowd hear you. And then you're going to get some fans from it. Yeah. I mean, it definitely works. I definitely follow some people from watching the show. I was in the comments for the one with Elijah. I know I was. Because yeah. I was like, all of y'all are going crazy today. <laughs> Like, oh, that was one of the best. I think that might have been the last one, if I'm uh, not mistaken. Yep, that was the very last episode. Y'all ended with a great show on that one. It was, was so good. Now, like, do you intend on doing more shows like that? Is that something that you, like, now see in part of your path? Or is it something where you like, I did it, and, and we're going to leave it to somebody else I would love time? to do more stuff like that. Like, I told you, it was, that was like a leap of faith, too, because I, I'm, I told you I'm not a fan of public speaking. I'm okay with it now, but like, it's like I kind of I had to get over it. With I, the, I definitely with had the, to. <laughs> I had no choice. Being a rapper, <laughs> <laughs> had no choice but to get over it. And so now it's like having that experience with Vans. It was like, wow, I can like conduct my own show, like coming up with my own interview questions. It was real cool. I like really enjoyed it. Yeah, like I mean, you had the breaks in there where we actually got to hear about the music and the creation aspects, and then we got to hear it performed. That's just like for me, that's that's life. Like I love music. I love hearing exactly about it yeah. right after just tie it all together so I mean from a fan of it thank you for doing it I would love to see more of that so now I want to switch gears a little bit Mm because I also like to dive into the creation side of music so I want to know for a Britney Carter track to get written if you're gonna you know start a freestyle for video or if you're going to you know prepare a song for a single or an album what's Mm -hmm. what's the first thing you got to do to get your energy straight to start even listening to beats or picking out what you're about to write um Hmm. I have a more structured like routine now, but at first it was just like all over the place. Like I would write everywhere, anywhere, driving in the car. Napkins like I get at some. The table, just hold up, stop talking. Yeah, I like hold on, phone. wait a minute, real quick. I got this idea. Hold up. <laughs> it's like I need you to stop talking because you go, you go. I'm gonna forget this bar. Like. <laughs> 
But now, okay, so freestyles are like pretty like free form. I don't have like too much structure with those. Is there a topic picked or um, is there just no? Nah, a... Sometimes like stuff just be coming to me and I'd be like, oh, 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 oh like man. a bar. A bar. I, <laughs> I envy that. I always wonder what people thought in their heads when they were just letting raps go off, but you're over here, a bar. I mean, like, I'm like, oh my God, that's crazy. <laughs> like, like, I'm still going. Like, this is wild. I always imagined it was like that, but I, I have no ability to come up with words that quickly. Yeah. Like, okay, so like when my freestyles, like, usually I'll just like turn on the instrumental mm-hmm. or like find some instrumentals. Maybe some like producers have sent me some stuff that I haven't like looked at yet. So I'll go through it, play it out loud on my speakers at home. And sometimes like it's like that first line that comes to me. I'm like, Oh yeah, like it's I might like, want to. Yeah, just like I'll just go ahead and get my notepad. Go ahead and write <laughs> this out. Um, with creating songs, a bit different, uh, especially now because a lot of the songs I've been making, like for this project that I have coming up, uh, have be- it's been coming from like real life experiences, you mm-hmm. know. So trying to make sure I'm conveying like the right thing, or like trying to make sure, like okay, at the end of this song, I want to get to here. And so, oh. like, how do I get there? Like through this process. So sometimes it takes a bit longer, like actually journaling out like what's going on, or like what exactly happened, and like you know within the song and what happened in like real life situation. And you're trying to like compare it and put enough in to make sense, but not enough to you know get a hole you dig away. Yeah, <laughs> like I have like a like when I work on like songs and projects, like I, I keep like one particular notebook. I write all the lyrics out, and then like I'll write the story behind it. Like okay, like where was I coming from when I wrote this, and like what was I going through, and That's awesome. so it makes like the writing process like more in depth. I can like pull from more things like when I actually journal about it so that's my process when it comes to like songs now your rap flow as i said is just so unique and unto yourself What are some of your influences that got you to even, you know, think you could pick up the mic? Like whether it be musical or non, like what got you to, you know, think that I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna use my inner voice and I'm gonna create this art and give it to the world? Like what are the influences Ooh, for that? That's a loaded question because I <laughs> my <laughs> my plan was never to like make music. I was talking to a friend earlier today and like that wasn't like a goal of mine. Like, it kinda, this was on the list somewhere, but it wasn't. It, really. yeah, it wasn't, yeah, like I wasn't like shooting to like, oh, I'm gonna create music for a living or like this is what I could do it just kind of like kind of happened um inspiration though um I have to go back like way way back uh growing up I was like watching Deaf Poetry Jam but I I never thought I never thought that like I would be on stage it was just like really I really enjoyed the art like I love they were killing it on Deaf Alicia back in the day on there the Kanye oh the DMX you know Oh, DMX, man, they had some killers on Deaf Poetry Jam. Yeah, so that was, like, the early, like, inspiration for me. Like, that was something I spent hours, like, watching on YouTube. It was like, I'm just going to keep watching. I'm like, wow. Okay, like, I mean, I have some, like, I know by heart to this day, you know, like. Oh, definitely. Some of them hit that hard, though. That's how it got with with the self-conscious and with the bittersweet with the Kanye for me, because every time I hear them as poems, I'm just like, oh, it's so much deeper. Yeah. Like, when you hear them do All Falls Down as a poem, you're just like, Oh, that track, it hits <laughs> down here. Like, the, the little Lauren Hill sample changed it up, but, but like, when you hear some things conveyed in poetry, it just it sticks with you differently. Yeah, and so that was my early inspiration. And so growing up, we like, me and my siblings, we consumed a lot of music. Like, mm-hmm. not just hip-hop, but, like, R&B, in the gospel, like, pop, all type of stuff. We used to listen to everything. And I want to say around the time I started listening to, like, Nas and Outkast. I was just like exploring. Yes. Um, I was like, wow. I found Kendrick. It was raps after that. Oh, it was game over yeah, when you got Kendrick. Was, yeah, I'm 
super fan. Oh yeah, Section Eighty. <laughs> it's got such a special. When I when I found ADHD, that was probably the first, I think that was the first Kendrick track I found. Same. Where it was just like, oh. Come on, man. Who is this dude? Oh, my God. (laughs) Then you just start digging deeper and digging deeper. You're like, dude, you just don't run out of bars, do you? Yeah. And he really hasn't. Even this new album. Like, what? How do you not run out of words? Like, Don't understand it. It's so crazy. That's so awesome that those influences kind of have, you know, got you to here. Are there any other influences you got or any other, you know, like rappers that influence the flow? Uh, The flow? I mean, Lauren, Erica Badu. Shout out. Kendrick. Like, those are probably like my three. Like, my top three. That's the best amount rush more for For it. For sure. Like, yeah, Kendrick for sure. Erica Badu, just because she's like, I don't know, like something with R&B artists and like hip hop. It's just, it's like a perfect marriage. It you know is. what I mean? Like when you hear a song like, even like Love of My Life with her. And her in common, yeah. Oh my God. Or like Mary J. Blige and uh, Method Jane. Man. Oh man. I mean like when or you. Mary f- J. and Lauren. Them two together, they never get enough credit. The I used to love him yeah. off the album. <laughs> like those two together, they can give me a whole project. I would be so yeah, happy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Funny. Like a lot of people don't understand like that. When you find, like for me, when I find an R&B artist who I can work with like that, it's a it's special, game. it's a special <laughs> relationship. Like, wow, like we really can do it's this. Like these things are supposed to be together. Yeah. R&B and rap were always meant They were to meant to be together. That's what's up, that's what's up. <laughs> yeah, so of course, Erica, like, oh man, like she's, she's dope. <laughs> she is, look, I've loved Erica Badu from Jump, like especially her live. If just the live recordings of her music will always be better than the studios for me. And of course, Lauren, because she does both. You know, yeah, I mean, that's the namesake of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Education of music. Is, I yeah, he does Hill. both at a very high level. You that's know, what I was, that's what I was saying when Drake was first coming out, and everybody kept saying, "Oh, Drake doing the R and B." I'm like, "Come on, Miseducation of Music." The whole album is rap hip hop fusion. Yeah, top to bottom. That's yep. why it works. That's why it's classic. Exactly, it's something that we'll long for forever. I think it'll always be something that the public wants to hear because they just go so well. Yeah, they do. Now, this is a question I like to ask all artists just Mm -hmm. because everybody gives such a different and unique answer. If you were given unlimited budget to create your perfect project, no artist would say no to you. No producer would leave you you on red. Like, Mm. you can make your perfect project. (laughs) You go to any studio you want. You can record Mm. anywhere you want. Okay. What's the vibe? A whole bunch of people, I mean, look, we've gotten answers. Like, people are like, I'm still making it at the home, and I'm only making it with my homies. Some people just want one producer on there. Some people want everybody on there. What's your vibe? And this is only a right now answer. We all know it could change tomorrow. Okay. Like, what's your answer if you got unlimited budget right now? You could hit up any Anybody you want anybody to make a project. I want. To make a project. Anybody. All right, well, who's going to mix and master first? And Because it's somebody I, I want to work with, and I mm-hmm. plan on working with L10. L10. That's, yeah, I'm, I'm staying out. right here at home. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Studios, <laughs> For man. real. Um, he, will be, he will be mixing and mastering that. Um, when it comes to producers... I mean, right now I'm working with somebody like one, like somebody I'm a fan of. So, mm-hmm. oh, so you already on the, you already online for your for your projects in there. Okay, cool. You know what That's I'm saying? Hey, do um, the work. You don't even need the the hypotheticals. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, right now I'm working with the count. I would love Shout to connect out. with Alchemist. Um, oh man! Oh, y'all would go so stupid. He's actually in Chicago today. Y'all so I might so I have to slide to that That's what show. I'm figure out a way. <laughs> I, I, for me, for a fan, because y'all figure out a way to get something Man, together. Man, what he like laced Freddie Gibbs with? Oh, oh. What yes. did he do to yeah. that Freddie Gibbs? Come oh. on, you, you see? So yeah, he, he definitely would be somebody I would work with. And of course, I, okay, 
even if I never got the chance to work with these people, I would love to like reach out to like learn things. Mm-hmm. So like just of course, to sit in on their yeah, like Lauren. I would love valuable. to like I would love to know what it like what her like routine was. What you know is what I'm saying? That? Man, that's like, what the is that like? Put, like? put me on. Like, like what is your routine? If I was her engineer, it's like what, what what's the vibe? Does she yeah. come in like incense or something? Do we gotta <laughs> we gotta sit around in a circle and have a story first? Like what's the energy in a Lauren Hill studio session? Yeah, like I would love to be there. Like of course Kendrick. Um, Definitely. Um, on the R and B tip though. I I want to work with Jasmine Sullivan. Oh, yeah, like I love her, me some Jasmine. Oh, her as well. They mm. went crazy together on the Hotels album. Yes, and so yeah, though that that would be like my. That's the my one vibe. you could just put together. You'd be like, I know it's gonna be cold. This is the project that would just solidify what you want right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm like hitting up all the R&B joints, like all all, all the R&B people that oh, you I like. Wanna... Classics. <laughs> this is, this is full of classics. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm doing. So, That's yeah. awesome. That's so dope. Now, look, I hope that you can get that album one day because, look, I want to hear it. Let me tell you, Jasmine to, we Sullivan. We on the way. We on the way. We're going to get Brittany there. A Carter featuring Jasmine Sullivan? Come on. Like, that would be Woo. too crazy. Listen. Too crazy. And do you got a preference on where you record that at in the studio? Bro. Oh, true. <laughs> you know I'll what I'm saying? You. I feel you. Bro. Feature four, man. It's a great studio. It's a yeah. great studio. Now, just to wrap it up, there's a question that I'd love to ask you. This is another one that I know everybody has a different answer for. What do you do to keep up with your creativity? Like, people who are artists like you, who use their art as a form, you know, of also a job, per se, mm-hmm. it's kind of difficult to figure out where's the line of, like, oh, am I pushing my creativity far too hard right now. Yeah. And like when you get to that line or when you're about to approach that line, what do you do to kind of refill your creativity to kind of center yourself back? Do you step away from it all? Do you just go like fall back on something else? I'm glad you asked me this. I was literally just having a conversation with uh, one of my friends who lives out of state. He was saying like he was frustrated because he couldn't create anything. And I think now I'm at a place where it's like, when I'm not creating, I'm not too hard on myself because I know I'm learning something. Like, something's going on it's in my like, life. whatever I'm doing right now yeah. is going to play into the creativity. Yeah, like, if I can't create or I feel like I can't create at the time, then I just remember that I'm supposed to be learning something. Like, something's going on right now that, like... It's like, I'm and, supposed to be a sponge right now. <laughs> yeah, and so that's why I, like, I make a habit out of journaling so I can always, like, go back, you know, that's and, like, really look cool. at things. Like, yeah, I'll be trying to keep up with that consistency. It's hard. It's not, it's it's so not easy. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not easy. But something I do to, like, refuel... Um, I, I I love to go hiking. Like I love being outdoors. Shout out nature. Like long yes. long car drives. We love a good um, nature reset. And finding <laughs> finding like other artists that inspire me. Like they don't have to be like big artists, but like finding newer artists that I really love. Or like going back to like some soul music that I love to listen to, like mm. the Isley Brothers. Like just like revisiting Man. like great like pieces of art that have moved me in the past. So like, so it's almost like you get that feeling again. So yeah, you know you, it's almost like you remember what you hustled. I be for. I be going back to Deaf Poetry Jam. Oh, yep. like read reading helps me a lot. Like I'll watch some like my favorite movies. Like yeah, it's kind of like some of your favorite movies that you turn on. Oh yeah, okay. Look, so my music taste is a lot like my movie taste. It's a bit everywhere. Like I love to listen to everything. <laughs> it's like we got a little bit of. 
everything. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. so I want to say I'm going to have to go with Love Jones, of course. Oh, classic. 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 If I'm ever feeling down in the dumps, we turn in Love Jones' own. Love like, Jones is one of those and uh, Love and Basketball. Love and Basketball. I ain't going to lie. As I got older, I, I dis... <laughs> I just liked it. <laughs> I feel you. Look, if we go on storyline, story, line, <laughs> story yeah. that's the only but, reason. But like say, nostalgia, nostalgia. yeah. <laughs> Seeing Caleb Pratt and everything, yeah. like, oh, this is just—it reminds me of simple times at my auntie house, yep. sitting on the ground watching movies with my cousin. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> nostalgia-wise, but the storyline, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, like, like writing-wise, like I mean, the writer in me just be like. Ooh. Like, man, <laughs> y'all really wrote some stereotypes in here. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> for real, though. Um, I'm trying to see. I love like. Any like type of Marvel movie, honestly. Got it. Marvel fan. They went crazy. They just they took it all over. I don't know how they do it. I don't know either. I don't know how they do I mean, it. I liked the comic books as a kid too, like real nerd stuff in it. And yeah. like I'm just like, y'all really brought it. Like this is what I thought when I was a child. When I was reading <laughs> the books, I was like, Y'all doing it. Y'all yeah. were literally doing what I saw in my head. This is ridiculous at this point. No, really. And uh right now, Stranger Things. Oh yes. I loved it. It was great. Top tier. See, and I and also that's really cool that you you use like almost such a different medium to kind of get yourself away from the creativity. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like, you know, Stranger Things is not people making bars on that, you know? No. Like it seems like you're really, you're really stepping away to get that creativity refueled, and that's so yeah, awesome. Yeah, I really like enjoy sci-fi. Like science fiction is like my shit. It's so, I love reading science fiction. I'm reading Ready Player One right now. Ooh. Man. I was just talking like I haven't watched the movie and so the movie's great the yeah. director only read the first two chapters you so so look the movie's great though but but when you Let when you read the book the whole movie happens in the first three chapters and then you just go what y'all wasted so much material the book is crazy it's you know insane. I have a beef with a movie like that but I don't want to put my I got my, a beef um, with so many I got a beef with like a movie that. like that and it's okay we gonna fix it in the future we gonna <laughs> one of these days they gonna let me do it in the one future. Day, let me write the script you know what I'm saying <laughs> I have a beef with a movie I ain't gonna say the movie name but I have a beef with a particular movie and Look, I'm just like cause I cause I read the book I read the book and the book was so good and I was I was like, yeah. Tell so me about I, it. So I, I watched the movie. I can list these straight down. The Chronicles of Narnia. Rough. <laughs> Harry Potter, specifically the one where Dumbledore dies. What did y'all do? Like, you know, there's just so many you can run that down with. Yeah, like, I, I watched the movie. I was so disappointed. I was like. It was like so much was, world building wasted. Oh, okay. <laughs> so y'all just didn't read the rest of the book. Like, that's, I'm just like, okay, y'all missing so many key elements in here that I'm just so disappointed. <laughs> that's so wild. So yeah. you can't turn that writer brain off ever you're always thinking about the story and how definitely it all thinking about together. the story all the time and i'm like okay okay like, I'm i a, see what y'all was doing i see what y'all tried to do here <laughs> but all you had to do was give this person more character yeah. or like give this person more scenes and yeah. they're just not willing to do it because it wasn't gonna make as much money yeah that's what it'd be about <laughs> that's how it always is we gonna though. fix that movie we gonna fix that mark my wait. words mark my words this is this is this is me saying it. Later, it's going to happen. We're going to come back to this moment. Now, now you you really cannot turn that writer off. You always are writing. Now, I do want to dive in before we get out of here about you writing for other artists as well. How does that work? How Are these songs that you write almost from for just you, or are you embodying someone else when you write them? What's the vibe with writing a song for somebody? So the very first time I did it, and the only time, was for Olive Blue. Okay. And it was a awesome. Fall For You joint. and that's awesome. Produced by Ro. Shout he out. Sent, yeah. <laughs> he sent me this instrumental, and I was like, oh, 
okay, like, I know what to do with this. Like but but I also knew it wasn't for me. Like, uh, oh. like sonically, it didn't match my vocal tone. So what I did was I created a demo at home. And I sent it to Olive. I was like, hey, how do you feel about, like, other people? Because I know everybody doesn't, like, yeah, you know, like that. It's definitely a touchy area in today's climate. I feel like, you know, 10 years ago, nobody cared who was yeah, really I think it's easier for R&B artists. Would I write raps for other rappers? Yes, I would do that, too. I'm you not would, against it. Yeah. I'm not against it at all. I feel like rappers wouldn't allow you to say something, though. Rappers would be like, yeah, I would sign an NDA. Oh, I would, yeah. like that's, for sure. That's what people, I wouldn't have to tell nobody. Like, I don't do. care about telling nobody. Just give me my credit. Like, just give me my <laughs> credit it. Like, monetarily. <laughs> yeah, I just want the money part. Like, I, I wouldn't mind like writing for other like MCs. That that's wouldn't awesome. that wouldn't bother me at all. Like, now, so you said like when you heard that song, you kind of heard it, but you just knew it wasn't for you. Is that how it would be if you wrote for somebody else, mm-hmm. or can you see yourself trying to channel somebody else's viewpoint? Um, I mean. The song was definitely written from my viewpoint, but I can, I can write. I'm like capable of writing things from others' viewpoints. It was just like he sent me this song, and I was just like, oh, okay. So I just like started, you know, singing. But I was just like, oh, this is not like this is not for me. Like it wouldn't fit like what I'm doing right now. And so I was like, okay, let me just make a demo and see if she'd be interested. And she was like rocking with it. And I she was, was just like, like, oh hell yeah, like when you trying to record. Yeah. So I was like, man, I would love to do this with more artists. That's so awesome. Look, yeah. that's dope. I want to see your writing everywhere because that would be so dope. That's the plan. That is the plan. <laughs> I'm trying to create with as many artists as I can. That's so dope. You gonna get out here with all these R and B artists? There's all these other rappers. We're eventually going to see you writing movies. But before then, what do you have up next before we get out of here? You got new music videos, new uh, new albums, new what's coming up next? So we got another freestyle video dropping. We back in oh, gear. You know what so I'm saying? That, yeah, we got another one coming up. Um, if it is dropped by this point, I will have my editor put it in right here. And put, <laughs> I'm going to link it so y'all go over and watch it right now because it's going to be great. Yeah, I'm on, we, we got another one, but I am working on a project with Account. And um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait for the new project. Look, man, make sure everybody is out here checking out Britney Carter's music. I love to end the show with an outro track of your choosing, so it could be one of your songs. What do you want them to leave with? All right. We in a good mood today, y'all. So we're gonna we're gonna end this off on a great note. Everything I need. Everything featuring I Amber need. Narvon. Right there. Look, it is playing right now as we are exiting out of this podcast. Thank you so much, Brittany, for coming to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your art. Make sure you are at home peeping the podcast. Share it with your friends. Share it with your baby Share it with mama. everybody. Share it with your cousin. Share it with your cousin. Best interview dog. I've had. You know Thank what I'm saying? You. Look at that right there. Come on Come now. On. Thank you all for tuning in and make sure to tune in next week for another one. Deuces. Yeah. Can't go back. Can't go back, came too far, and I can't fall back. I'm too invested, I'm too invested and interested in what it means. I feel like Martin before the bullet is just a dream. Remember rap.